Shalom, I'm Rabbi Arnie Singer, and this is the Jewish Wisdom Podcast, where I teach authentic Jewish teachings, insights, and advice from the Bible, Talmud, and Kabbalah. In this week's episode, I want to talk about the Parsha of Pekude, this week's Parsha. And the Parsha gets a lot less attention than many others, simply because it's basically an accounting or a recounting of the tabernacle and all the vessels that went into it that we've already learned about in previous Torah portions. So it's a Parsha of accounting, culminating in the actual completion of the Mishkan, of the tabernacle. So the Torah doesn't repeat things in general, unless there's a good reason for it. And here we've got an entire Parsha basically repeating um, all the details of the building of the Mishkan and the materials that went into it um, seemingly for no reason. We've already learned it once. Why spend an entire Torah portion repeating that? And I think the lesson is a very fundamental one of accounting. Now, I don't mean the accounting that you do at the end of the year with your books, but actually, I sort of do mean that, because each person has to do an accounting of what they've done in the past, and then use that information to decide how to move forward in the future. And this Parsha is an accounting of all the work that went into the tabernacle. And the next book of Vayikra, Leviticus, goes into the details of the operation of the Mishkan moving forward. Now, one of the reasons why I'm actually talking about accounting is because it was just my birthday, March 3rd. So, the first time that we see a birthday party, really the only time we see a birthday celebration, some sort of um, some sort of commemoration for a birthday in the Torah, in the Bible, is in the story of Joseph, where it says that Pharaoh, it was Pharaoh's birthday, and what did Pharaoh do on his birthday? He did an accounting of his past actions. Specifically, he recounted what the butler did and what the baker did. And after reviewing his actions towards them and their actions, he decided to reinstate the butler and to execute the baker. So the first time that we see a birthday mentioned in the Torah, it is in the context of an accounting, of taking account of our actions. And in fact, the birthday of the world, which which we celebrate on Rosh Hashanah, is exactly that. That's what we do on, on New Year's, is we do an accounting of the things that we did the previous year. We take stock of what we've done. And although Rosh Hashanah is supposed to be a happy holiday, but we also know it's the Day of Judgment, so it's not always so happy. The tone of the, of the prayers 
are not always so happy because there's a lot of introspection going on and a lot of, it's also a time of repentance. Now contrast that to the secular New Year, which is a big party. There's not a lot of introspection and taking stock of, of our previous actions, although there is a concept of a New Year's resolution where we resolve to take upon something uh, supposedly to improve our lives, like going to the gym. And of course, we do that on Rosh Hashanah also. Part of the process of repentance is to, is to vow to improve and to not repeat um, our mistakes. So birthdays are about accounting, and every person needs to take an accounting, not only on their birthday, but at certain times of life. Now, some sorts of taking stock happen a few times in our lives, maybe at big milestones. Um, there's a yearly accounting, but we should also have, we should have monthly accountings. We should have weekly accountings. In fact, we should have daily accountings. Um, let's say every day before bed, doing a quick review of our day. What were the good things we did that day? Um, how can we repeat them? What were the things that we need to improve? And how are we going to do that? So the big lesson in this week's Parsha is taking stock, is doing, doing our accounting to make sure that we're doing the right thing. And if we're not, the things that we're not doing right, we need to improve and decide to improve that. Now, I just want to add one thing, because the the Parsha ends with the establishment of the Mishkan. And Moses has brought this huge project to fruition. Um, and guess what happens after that? He can no longer enter the holy parts of the tabernacle, because Moshe is not a Kohen, right? He's only a Levite. So he's not entitled to enter the places where his brother is and his nephews, the Kohanim, the priests. Some of the commentaries teach that that was very upsetting to Moshe. Um, in a way, he felt a certain distance from God, even though he was communicating with God almost constantly and in a manner that is described as face-to-face. -face. But yet, the fact that he could not enter the holiest parts of the tabernacle did make him feel bad. And in fact, I'm just jumping ahead to, to next week's Parsha, which is Vayikra, God called out. And it's really the only time that that term of calling out is used. Um, when God usually speaks to Moses, he, it's Vayomer, Vayidaber. He spoke, not called out, because calling out implies being at a certain distance. You call out to someone, you yell out to someone. And when the Mishkan was completed, Moshe felt distant. And therefore, God had to call out from, call out to him and then tell him, no, you aren't distant, Okay. And that's because every person has a, a role to play, has a unique role to play. 
and one is not better than the other. Like, there are lots of jobs that we can do to make a living. Some jobs make more money, some jobs have more of an impact, but each person has to find the job that works for them, and that doesn't mean that one job is more is, has more intrinsic value than the other. Yes, a doctor is saving lives, which is more important than a plumber who's saving who's saving your plumbing. But <clears throat> but on an intrinsic level, the person that became a plumber is fulfilling certain qualities and, and, and a certain destiny that he has. And a doctor's doing the same. So every person has their own destiny. Every person has their own unique path to reach fulfillment. And no one is better than the other. And that's one of the lessons that God taught Moshe is, yes, you're not allowed to go into this holy place in the Mishkan anymore. You're not a Kohen. But that doesn't mean you're any less holy than them. It just means that they have a different role to fulfill and you have a different role to fulfill. And <clears throat> each and every one of us has a unique role to fulfill, our own unique destiny. And that is, the, that is what we're expected to do. There's a famous story of Rabbi Zusha, one of the great Hasidic masters, who on his deathbed was crying. So his students asked him, why are you crying? So Reb Zusha said, when I go up to the heaven and they ask me, why weren't you like Moses? I, I'll have a simple answer. You know, I'm not, I'm not a great prophet like Moses. When they ask me, why weren't you like Abraham? I can easily tell them, well, I wasn't given the talents of Abraham. I'm not as great as Abraham. But what I'm afraid of is when they'll ask me, why weren't you like Zusha? Why didn't you fulfill your own potential? And we, that's what we need to strive for. We need to, we need to strive to be the best that we can be, not look at what other people are doing, because everyone has their own destiny, their own path. So let's strive to improve ourselves, to find our own path, and fulfill that path, that destiny, the best way that we can. Thanks for listening. Um, I wish you all a very blessed week, a Shabbat Shalom. Please subscribe to the podcast, share it, and head over to jewishwisdom.co to get more teachings. And you can also pick up my book on Amazon, Deep Waters, by Rabbi Arnie Singer. Shabbat Shalom and God bless.